It's the show the establishment warned you about. And welcome to the Dr. Tommy Show, broadcasting from Tampa, Florida. I am here, your uh, source of free market information, America's free market doctor. I'm Dr. Tommy McRoy, and I'm joined with uh, Tracy. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Finally got this thing working. A uh, little bit of problem with... Or good afternoon, it is 12 Good afternoon. There's a problem with our um, OBS broadcasting system, but we got it up now. Can't complain too much because it's free. <clears throat> what is also <laughs> free What is also free is if you want to go to Dr. Tommy Show, drtommyshow.com, you can get two months free of Atlas MD, which is the uh, only way... Well, not the only way. You could do it. You could do it a harder way, but it's the it's the best way to start a concierge medicine or direct primary care practice. Makes it very easy to communicate with your patients. Mm-hmm. Been chatting this morning with a patient and went to the hospital, unfortunately. But you know, texting back and forth, it's all on the record. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to, you could even send me a picture of something from the hospital if you wanted to, and it's all there in the record, all through Atlas MD, uh, which is made only for. Non-insurance-based practices, particularly membership medicine, concierge medicine, direct primary care. If you want to find out how to uh, improve your practice, go to Dr. Tommy Show, drtommyshow.com. Click on Atlas MD special offer, and you can sign up and get $600 value, two months free. Absolutely nothing you have to do except basically put in your uh, URL of your business and away you go in your address and your license number if you're not licensed if you're like the uh local mayor here of port ritchie who's practicing medicine without a license from his home from his home then you cannot use it i don't think (laughs) they'll let him use it no they might well he's in jail right now anyway for attempted murder i think he maybe got out that's a local news here in florida Oh, uh, maybe he um did, so he bonded out, I guess. I think he I don't I, I doubt it. He shot at law enforcement. He's still the he's still the mayor. Yeah, the mayor is uh, he's awaiting trial for attempted murder. You know, we were talking <laughs> before we came on about this YouTube video that I commented on. I made the I made a comment on this YouTube video and then these people just shared and shared and shared all their opinions yes and, and unfortunately so, we get notific we get notifications every single time but isn't it funny how social media has allowed uh you to see the kind of oh what's the word problems my mental problems psychological problems that so many of the people around you have i know and these people they can't stop they're just going back and forth yeah. back and forth whether there's a god or not a god you know yeah. whatever i don't care what you think but just stop go, social go media do something else has allowed people to peer into their neighbor's window as it were and see what kind of oh like i said mental disturbances they have what kind of psychological problems mm-hmm. and i think the more you see social media you see how disturbed people are in general in the population but also you know these celebrities and all these other people that you you find out you can see just how messed up people are mm-hmm. And how, how much it's – now you can see why people, when they get older or, or not even older, but people just say, you know, I'm going to move somewhere where there's nobody around. Mm-hmm. Today is what? <clears throat> National Unplug Day is what it's called? Oh, yeah. That's right. We should do that. According to who, though? I don't know who uh, made that. I don't know <laughs> who, who made, made that, that a holiday. I want a National <laughs> Unplug from Government Day. And actually, let's make it a whole year. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do that. Let's make it a whole year. You know – 
the reason I wanted to comment on this because this is a this is a video that was on the internet uh, on YouTube. There's a video about it says ex slaves talk about slavery in the U.S. And so uh, I'm just going to play a clip from the video, which I thought was pertinent, and then um, we'll talk about it here. So here it goes. You can deprive me of it, but you can't give it to me because I was born with it just like still got the disease, honey. I know you think you're cured, but you're not cured. You can't give me the right to be a human being. I was born with that right. Now, you can keep me from having that. If you've got all the policemen and all the jobs on your side, you can deprive me of it, but you can't give it to me because I was born with it just like you was. So that was a, I had to play twice. But anyway, so this, this is a gentleman who was, when he was younger, he, he had encountered these, uh, I, I don't know what his position was, uh, but he was, a, he was a, sometime maybe a journalist or something. Anyway, he had encountered these people who were former slaves. This was in 19, oh, what was it? 1904. <clears throat> and so he talked to these ex-slaves and he had been a, what we call progressive at that time, white person who believed that ex-slaves should have the right to education. They should have the right to work and right, blah, blah, blah. And so he went and told this, uh, this, this elderly black man, he's like, Hey, look, I'm not like most of the white men you've ever encountered. I don't want to own you. I believe you have the right to, to be uh, educated. And I believe you have the right to do this and right to do that. And this, this former slave told him, he said, look, you know, you can't give me rights. Uh, you, you can only take them away or deprive me of them, but you can't give me rights. I was born with them. And I wrote this comment. I said, and this is what triggered the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, atheist community on YouTube. Anyway, I said, rights come from God, not man and not government. My point was that was exactly what this uh, former slave said is, look, your rights do not come to you by someone giving them to you. So if you give someone the right to education, that you cannot give that. Mm-hmm. They have the right to whatever. They have the right as a being born to things. Now, the right to education means that uh, you will give them education. Well, if you can give someone a right, then that means you can also deny it, mm-hmm. which is brings us to this Ocasio Cortez and all these uh, assorted uh, new new wave uh, call new wave Democrats or new left, where they think they want to give people the right to health care. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, that triggered some atheists who were like, oh, there's no God. If there's a God, how is there slavery? And all this. Back to our point about who cares what people think. Yeah, I don't care. I'm so overseeing the post that people just go back and forth. I'm like, do these people work? When do, they, when do they have time to sit and argue with people online? And it always makes me wonder, would, could they argue in person? They would argue with a lamppost. No, and these so, are people who are probably misfits. I mean, could they actually They're, you know, communicate with no, someone probably, in real life? Or it's just no. so easy to sit behind your computer and make these comments and yeah. give your opinion and, and be if nasty. Read, if you read them, they're, they're very emotionally unintelligent people. They're most likely misfits. And if you were to encounter them in a daily uh, journey you wouldn't want to deal with them because mm-hmm. they're just nasty people yeah if someone can't make an intelligent argument in paper then they certainly are not going to be able to make it an, no. an, over you know talking to you mm-hmm. and it takes more effort to speak something intelligently than write something intelligently and so if they can't be intelligent that way but anyway back to the point is is that you know everybody is always wanting to talk about health care is a right health care is a right and they get rights confused with things that are nice and Walter Williams is the one who said this. He said, rights exist among everyone simultaneously. Uh, 
So everyone has these and they exist simultaneously. Now you can deny someone their rights uh, by, um, you know, either through government, by passing laws that deny your rights. For instance, uh, you know, we should have the right to uh, uh, acquire whatever goods or services we want as long as they don't harm anyone else. But the government, through their uh, willing accomplices in uh, the insurance industry, have made it to where uh, you cannot buy certain types of insurance because people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez maybe thought they weren't right. But they go a step further. They think that not only should you not have insurance, you should uh, not be able to buy certain insurance. You shouldn't have insurance at all. The government's got to give it to you. It's got to give it to you as they're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, AAPS wrote this thing on – they uh, had this thing on Twitter. It says, uh, private coverage, employer coverage question. Under Medicare for all, quote, it shall be unlawful. Then they posted a section of the law. And this is section 107 of the Medicare for all act or whatever uh, it's called that the Congress, Democrat-controlled Congress recently passed. This is Section 107, Prohibition Against Duplicating Coverage. Uh, A, in general, beginning on the effective date described in Section 106A, it shall be unlawful for, one, a private health insurer to sell insurance coverage that duplicates the benefits provided under this act, or, two, an employer to provide benefits for an employee, former employee, or the dependents of an employee or former employee that duplicate the benefits under this act. Mm-hmm. So the benefits under this act are whatever rights that have been granted to you by your uh, your betters in Washington. And then it's unlawful for you to purchase uh, insurance. And it was just stupid. Yes. Why? I mean, why do we have to be told what to do? Why do they have to say you can't do this and you can't do that? Why can't we do what we want to do? Better question is, well, that's a good question. Another question is, who who who's in favor of that? I don't. Well, if it's free, that's what you I know. There's the a lot of people pay. are. It's as long you know, as it's free, right? As long as it's free, a lot of people don't care about the quality. They don't care about the quality. And they don't care about what moral uh, questions it raises, or what what real rights are infringed upon. As long as they get something free, yeah. that's I think that's a driving force. I would rather pay for something and have good quality and get what I want. Now, yeah. do I want to pay $400 a month for, you know, yeah. insurance? No, I don't. I want it to be a reasonable fee, yeah, you know? And, it, and that's what, you know, the the reason that it is $400 a month is precisely because of government mm-hmm. has made it expensive through uh, causing other types of insurance to be illegal. And the whole idea that insurance is required for medical care is just uh, a, a creation of the last 40 years uh, when when they started selling insurance as a uh, way to uh, provide benefits to employees, which were capped under wage controls from the 1940s, wage controls were put in place by the government. So uh, employers needed to attract people. So they said, look, uh, benefits don't count towards your wages. So hey, let's give you some benefits. And it morphed into this monstrosity that we know now where people are so brainwashed that they think, if they don't have health insurance, if they go a day without health insurance, it's very likely they will suffer catastrophic financial loss or, or potentially even die. Well, the thing is, if you end up in the hospital, you will. You, you will. You will uh, there'll be there'll be huge consequences. Yeah. Now, if you go to your local, if you if you have no insurance and you show up in your local nonprofit, uh, maybe even Christian nonprofit hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will very likely lose everything that you own if you stay there for any significant period of time. Yes, which because of the price me, inflation. We need to talk about um, the experience that uh, last week from someone that went to the ER. 
Okay. Remember? But also, um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, you know, we were getting our paperwork ready for taxes. And we um, had a bill come from a hospital for Mm $2,300. Now, I was able to call and say, okay, I want a cash price. What is the cash price? What's the cash price discount? Um, There's no coverage for um, Olivia at the time. Right. It was thousands of dollars. Yeah. So, and then we. It was a. Uncomplicated newborn stay. Yes. They gave us a little uh, incubator thing that they put by the bed. They came and washed her. Uh, they they gave her a couple shots. They did give they her, her a hearing a test. They gave her a hearing test. Um, they did a fine job. I'm not saying they, they, did. they did do but This is what yes. happened. This is honestly what they were given. Yeah. Nurse came and checked her, took her vitals. But we were the parents took care of her. Yeah. Took, yeah. And so we got a bill. Later on, mm-hmm. for twenty three hundred dollars, because we did, we did, uh, anyway we talked about the insurance before with her. How what a crazy experience that was trying to figure out what was covered, what wasn't covered. Right, anyway, we, so we, we, we charged twelve hundred dollars, I believe, just for the room alone for yeah. one night. So we anyway, got, we I called for the cash price, and it was we paid three hundred dollars, three hundred eighty one dollars. Um, so yeah, now uh, so it was like a what ninety percent discount. It, yeah, it's called prompt pay. Which so I thought was a reasonable fee. I think that is a reasonable fee for two days. $381. Care. Um, you know, yeah, three, $381, I think. But let's say you have a heart attack yeah. and you're uninsured. That's a different story. You're going to be paying that bill for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, if you say that, though, you say, look, uh, there shouldn't be insurance to pay for these things and, and the market will figure. You know what people will say that if the people who are for Medicare for All will come back with? I don't know what. Well, no, they won't because their companies are too greedy. Oh. And uh, we need the government to step in. See, the thing is, the, the problem with people who believe that things like healthcare are right and uh, Medicare for all is a good idea and, and Social Security is even a good idea are people who believe in the efficacy of government to manage your personal life. They believe that government is capable, they believe that government is efficient. And they believe uh, government is uh, is not injurious to you, mm-hmm. and it's a complete fallacy because it's each one of those is proving a correct. Government is not efficient; they are not efficacious, and they are, are injurious financially and otherwise to you by doing I things think, for you. I really think that people think, uh, like for Social Security, for instance, when they start taking money for, um, out of people's paychecks, um, I think people think that they have uh, their name somewhere on a bank account and it, yeah. all that money goes right into their account. And they're, sa- they're you know, saving it for us. Yeah. Uh, that's not the case. I mean, I, will, uh, will we be getting money, our money back? I don't know. Who knows? It's well, unlikely. What will happen is if, if we ever get to that point where there's any quote unquote social security benefit, when we get to that age, it'll be so many strings attached to it that uh, in order to get it, you'll either have to be uh, destitute or of some other type of protected class. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they'll say, look, okay, you're eligible. They already do that now. I mean, they means test things that shouldn't be means tested. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, if you have a, you know, certain wage, for instance, then you're going to pay a certain amount for, um, you know, things that the government decides like in taxes, for instance, like you cannot deduct your taxes, your mortgage, if you make, if, if it's above a certain amount, mm-hmm. well, it should either be one way or another, mm-hmm. either you should be able to deduct it or you shouldn't, but no, we have to say, look, no, but it's, it's nice that they it. say that you can deduct your taxes. Sure. Or your yeah. mortgage, you know, uh, interest or what, um, whatever. Yeah, you can. Oh, wait. And then in that little tiny fine print, yeah. then they, they put some, here's different all the different rules. <laughs> And then, you know, then we deal with people who say, well, there should be a wealth tax, which they're full of crap because they themselves are wealthy. And the, the way that wealthy people protect their wealth 
is by making sure no one else gets wealthy. That's the little secret here. So whenever you hear Bill Gates or Warren Buffett say, which they are apt to do, I need to pay more taxes. People like me need to pay more taxes. That's their way of buffering themselves against criticism. And at the same time, they know good and damn well they don't have income. Like you and I have income, they have mm-hmm. uh, a, a capital capital gains income, which is taxed completely differently than income. Mm-hmm. But they always talk about than regular income. They always talk about regular income tax, and mm-hmm. they say only the wealthy will get taxed for this wealth tax. And I can tell you a little secret: back when they passed the the the, the tax law, the amendment that allows you, I think I can't I think it was a Fourteenth Amendment that allows the government to collect an income tax. The propaganda at that time put forth by the government said. This is a tax that will only affect the top one, two, two percent of, of 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 people in the United States. It is very unlikely that you will ever see anything. But here's all the goody, goody, goody benefits that you'll get from it. Mm-hmm. Fast forward now, mm-hmm. not even now. I mean, fast forward very shortly. Everyone got it, except for now. Take it back. Not everyone got it. Some people didn't get it. Some people still don't. Mm-hmm. As long as you are able to do the things that government wants you to do, which are those? Uh, be poor. If you stay poor, if you stay unmarried, if you stay uh, with children, uh, multiple children who you potentially can't afford, Mm -hmm. if you're able to have an income that is so low that not to pay for your family, then you will have a tax break. So why is that? It's a a very perverse incentive the government Mm -hmm. has set forth then. And they say, well, it's because of compassion. And you may think that at first, like, oh, yeah, the government is just being compassionate. Or is it the other way around? Or is it the government wants people to continually be in a subclass that is not successful and then reward them for that mm-hmm. in order to keep them that way so they'll keep voting for more goodies? Right. The Dream Act, I'm sorry, not the Dream Act, the um, wealth tax, yeah. that's to help pay for daycare. Yes, right? Because that's what's necessary. For now. people that make under $51,000. Right. So let's just say that you, it's for people who make, I don't I can't remember, let's just say $200,000. So let's say you make $200,000. And we're going to tax you additional money. And then they're going to give it to someone else so their child can go to daycare because right. they make under $50,000. Now, why do we want to pay? Why do we care whether someone else's child goes to daycare? Well, because see, then that person, they can't afford daycare. Yeah, stop having children if well, you cannot being, afford you're, it. You're just being greedy. See? I know, I you're, know. You're being greedy, and if everyone just chipped in, then and and people like you need to be reeducated. I feel like if I wanted to pay for someone else's child to go to daycare, I would find that family myself. Yeah. and say, you know well, what? I know you're going through hard times. Uh, Tommy and I want to help you yeah. get through this hard time, well, and you want to go to college, so you want to put your child yeah. through daycare. Well, that's uh, what, you know, while you're in school, then okay, that's our choice. That's what private charities used to do a lot of, help people in need. But private charities are in direct competition with the government to hand out benefits. And the government wants to be the one to hand out welfare benefits for money, for uh, cash, for, for daycare, whatever. The government wants to be in charge. You know, there used to be a thing, and there still is, called Catholic Charities. Yes. Catholic charities used to be a big thing. They Catholic charities are still in Dade City. I know yeah. that there is a Catholic charity. I've used but them that for type of clients. idea used to be widespread. But mm-hmm. now that, like I said, that's in direct competition. And the government is pimps for welfare. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they are the ones to hand out and, and control the people so that they can give them benefits. It's easy to take other people's money, isn't it? It's when your intoxicating. When your money is not being messed with or touched. And, yeah. um, so you're taking other people's money and just divvying it out however yeah. you feel well, it, it's, necessary. It's like say, look, look, I'm going to take your money. I'm going to steal your money, but I'm doing good with it. Mm-hmm. Now, you cannot be mad at me for that because I'm doing good with your money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lift it from your pocket 
or I'm going to take it by the point of a gun through force. Mm-hmm. You know, the government, if you, if you stop, if you go to the end point of refusing to pay taxes, guess what? They will come at you with a gun. <laughs> I mean, I promise you, because if you go long enough without paying taxes, uh, you'll go through all the, but eventually they'll put you under arrest. And then you say, well, I'm not going to go. And they come to your house. Guess what? They're not going to come to your house. Uh, just saying, come on, come with it. They're going to come with a gun. And that is the end point of the welfare state. And that's the beginning and end point. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the welfare state is coercion. The end point is violence. Uh, it begins with coercion and it ends with violence if you do not uh, do what they tell you to do. Mm-hmm. And that's that can never be a moral, um, there can never be a, 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 let's say, a moral solution to what is considered a, a compassionate thing. So people need health care, right? People need to see doctors. People need to be healthy. People need not to die in the street. I agree with all that. Uh, their solution is uh, we need to establish a welfare state then to take from others to give to them. Mm-hmm. Bull. Mm-hmm. That is that is the point of, uh, like I said, beginnings with coercion and ends with violence. I remember I told you a story. You know, this is back when Madison was in pre-K. So this was years ago. I told you about how Madison attended pre-K. And uh, I had to pay $100 a week for mm-hmm. her to attend pre-K. Now, I worked with a woman that um, her child went to the same school. And she paid about, I don't know, $25 a week. So both of our daughters were in the same pre-K. We worked at the same place. You know, we would be there the same time dropping her child off. And then we'd both go to work. But she, I had to pay $100 and she paid $25. And our girls were doing the exact same thing. And I always felt like, okay, if you can only pay $25, your child shouldn't be at this school. Go take your daughter to where you can afford it. But why am I paying 100 and you're paying 25 Well, see, because you, you, you have whatever advantages that she didn't have. And you deserve to pay more. Yes. Well, at the time, uh, well, yes, so I had might a, have been married. I was married and, and she was so single. Maybe she wasn't. Yeah. See, there you go. Mm-hmm. So here mm-hmm. we go. So you are being a bigot. First of mm-hmm. all, let me just point this out. First of all, to even <laughs> criticize them, you're anti-poor. You're against poor people. Okay. Secondly, uh, just because she wasn't fortunate enough, or maybe she chose not to be married. Who are you to say that people should be married when they have children? This is mm-hmm. 2019. I can do whatever I want. So you're a bigot mm-hmm. against poor people. Mm-hmm. You are also uh, assigning gender roles to people. Maybe she didn't even want to have a, maybe she didn't even consider herself a female. <laughs> she may consider herself androgynous. Who are you to even assume as a female that she would have a husband? I mean, you are a sexist now. Mm. You're a bigot. You're anti-LGBT. And this is what they do is if you disagree with them on something that's very simple. I'm going to start cussing you out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what they do is they pile. And then if you're weak minded mm. or otherwise weak and, and afraid, which every, almost every Republican in DC is mm. weakest, weak, weak, spineless wimps. <laughs> If you can find a weaker, like imagine someone, if you, if imagine this, imagine if you went to a pool hall and you're shooting pool with your girlfriend and uh, you're you and your girlfriend are shooting pool. And this guy just makes his way over from the bar and he comes up and he says to your girlfriend, Hey baby. So what's shaking? And she says, uh, who are you? And she says, he goes, my name's Tilly. And then you, but, but then you're like, Hey, what's going on here? And the guy says, he pushes your chest and he says, Get out of here, you little punk. I'm talking to your girlfriend. You know what? If that was a Republican, you know what they would do? The Republican in D.C.? Okay. okay. Let me know when you're done. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I do something for you? I, I didn't mean to offend you. They're weak. It's oh, so disgusting. Anyway, uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, I don't know. But, it, oh, that's it. If you're weak, 
If you're if you're susceptible to media intimidation, uh, then you'll fold like a you'll fold like a cheap suit. Mm-hmm. You'll say uh, you often say healthcare is not a right. Here's why. Oh, you're a bigot. Okay, I'm sorry. Healthcare mm-hmm. is a right. Mm-hmm. That's how statists get mm-hmm. what they want mm-hmm. because they're louder. You ever notice that if you ever get into an argument with a person who's a left wing person or a statist, very rarely do they argue with you on substance. They immediately attack you personally. It's and happened to me. That, yeah. Yes. And so that's what that's their MO. And so if you're susceptible to that, then you'll fold. Mm. And then that's how they, they walk over you. And that's those Republicans. They mm. wimp. They get the smell of fear. Uh, you know, if they were if they were a fighter, let's say heavyweight championship fight, they would pass out in the dressing room. They're so scared. Uh, they're terrible. Yeah, I mean, I did get into a discussion with a man last week, and um, it was a cordial discussion. It was about the Dream Act in New York. You know, the illegal immigrants uh, get free college tuition, and I don't think that's right. What about all the the um, the legal citizens <laughs> that are actually paying the bill. Yeah. And I, you know, and he was, um, I said, that's fine. Um, but why do the, they can go to college. Great. Yeah. If they're here and then I'll let them stay here, they should be able to go to college in my opinion. But why do the taxpayers have to pay for them to go to college? And, um, he said, if he lived in New York, he would be willing to pay. Um, he would be willing to give up some of his paycheck to uh, pay for these illegal um, immigrants to go to college. And I said, that's very generous of you. But me, you know, I have three daughters to put through college. Yeah. I don't have the extra money to give away to other did, people. I to. Yeah. I'd rather give it to someone else. So I told him, I said, you're very generous. And yeah, it's, it's great for everyone to go get an education. Yeah. And that's fine. But, you know, we, we still pay your bill. I mean, yeah. you know, think, pay for your own way. Yeah. I think when you get down to it, the, 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 the real... Uh, we call it nastiness of government is the way that government divides people into different camps, pits them against each other, all for their benefit. Also while promoting um, dependence, the, f- the federal government that promotes dependence, they promote inner, uh, uh, inner uh, class warfare. They, they promote warfare between who you like to have sex with. They promote, they stir the racial pot and the media is their propaganda arm. Uh, yes. The media is the propaganda arm of the federal government and they are there to instigate things. They love to stir the pot. They love racial, racial tension. If you, if you didn't know any better, and I talked to one of our patients, he says, I, I got to get out of Florida. Florida's too, uh, um, what's the word for it? He said, there's too much conflict in Florida. We want to go back. I think New York, Anyway, yeah, it's good to go to New York City if you don't like conflict. You know why? Because uh, 90% of the people in New York City agree. And they agree on mostly liberal stuff, left-wing things. And so that's that's the idea is, is that if you want to escape um, uh, being called a, a whatever, a bad person, if you, if you don't agree, then you have to either have to shut up and don't say anything if you live in New York City, or you have to endure it if you live in a place like Florida. Um, but the idea that people can't, um, you know, I think that the big thing about diversity, the big joke about diversity is diversity is uh, what, what does diversity mean? Diversity is conformity. Mm. Uh, you know, the, in animal form, this or no, animal form, 1984, they said, uh, weak, uh, weakness is strength. Ignorance is no ignorance is strength. War is peace. And uh, I can't remember the last one anyway. The different things in uh, 1984 rules. And the, I think the fourth one should be diversity is conformity. 
And what people who claim that they believe in diversity, um, they really believe diversity as long as you believe exactly the way they believe, mm-hmm. exactly for everything. They, if you were to find a diversity, let's say you had a diversity uh, association of American Association of Diversity. I'm going to tell you some things. You tell me where they would fall. Okay. This is diversity now. It means everyone's got their equal opinion. Everyone's available. We, the, there's strength and differences, right? Okay. Okay. Let's start with this. Well, first uh, of all, diversity, everyone just categorizes as color, I think, right. nowadays, you know? Right. They do. They do categorize mm-hmm. as color, non white. Mm-hmm. Non white means diversity. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say there's a National Association of Diversity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say that they had some talking points or they had some uh, pillars of our identity. Uh, it would the National Association of Diversity be for or against the right to health care? Well, yeah, they'd be for it. Okay. Would the National Association of Diversity be for or against racial preferences in hiring? Forced racial preferences. <laughs> well, yeah. They'd be for yes. it. Uh, would the National Association of uh, Diversity be for or against uh, uh, private property rights? They'd be against that for sure. So this is it. But this is supposed to be diversity. But diversity mm-hmm. is conformity. Yeah. If you find someone who's ever a big diversity, I can't take a quiz. I mean. Think about it, though. In the media, you like what you were saying, the 1984. Left, whatever is the most left-wing thing, that's what diversity means. Well, yeah. Think about 1984. Everyone did the same thing. Everyone pinched a clock, went to work. Um, it was it was boring. No. There was nothing new. Everybody was the same. Yes. Yeah. And this is the three slogans of the party. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. Conformity is divert or diversity is conformity. Mm-hmm. That's the fourth one. Well, anyway, when you listen to the next uh, uh, haste, uh, yokel uh, radical politician talk about healthcare rights, just think of that and think about how ineffective they already are at all the things that they do. It's it's really out there though. You know, the Democrats are going in all in on this. It looks mm-hmm. like this is their this is going to be their what. You know, whatever Donald Trump's for, he's for. They're 2020 against. Democrats, what are we for? What would you think they're for? Well, we know they're going to be for LGBT rights, okay. uh, health care for all. Okay. Um, let's kill as many babies as possible. Um, um, welfare for all, probably. Socialized <laughs> ta- medicine. Socialized medicine. Everything that I don't believe in. Well, LGBT rights is what, though? Well, that's basically we have to praise anyone that's not uh, heterosexual. Yeah. So it's not, like I said, again, it's not rights. Like people are born with rights. Mm-hmm. Okay. So LGBT right. Is it an LGBT right to force an insurer to pay for your transgender surgery? Right. Go have surgery if you that's, want. See, that's but- what, see, see, if you say, look, I'm, I, I don't believe in that, then you would have been, be against LGBT rights. Right. Now, should someone have the right to go cut off their penis? Yes. Yes. Go cut it off. I don't want to pay for it. Yes, exactly. But that's but again, that would be construed as you're against LGBT rights. Yeah, yeah. Because again, I know. back to the thing is, rights are things that are given to you in their minds. Mm-hmm. So LGBT rights. Uh, so here's another one: LGBT rights. Should companies be a force to have a certain percentage of their employees be LGBT? Definitely not. Well, but if you were for LGBT rights, you would say yes. It shouldn't even be discussion. It shouldn't be. If we hired someone in here, I don't care who they're sleeping with. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, they sleep with, if they're a man, they sleep well, with a man or a woman sleeps with a woman. I don't care. You know, it doesn't, it should not be a topic of discussion. But I know that I'll tell you, I'm in a picture at you. Uh, well, I'm going to just say, it, I don't care at USF. 
Yeah. Um, and they went around. Um, they were looking for diversity. They were looking for diversity. So I was the white chick. They had a they had personal wheelchair. <laughs> they had person from uh, Middle East. They had people who were who were black or African American. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else did they have? I mean, who? But that's like you said, diversity is purely skin deep to them. Yes, it's whatever you look like. Mm-hmm. However, it, it gets down to this thing about the leftist. Leftist has always been good or, or interested in categorizing people. You know, uh, are you a Jew? Good. Okay, the, the, we'll keep you in this camp. Are you black? I keep you in this camp. Are you a teacher? You know, just these things that are very superficial. They like to categorize people because back to my point is once you've categorized everybody, then you can pit them against each other. That's right. Yeah. You could say, oh, uh, you know, the, they, these people are getting more than what you get. You should get more than them. And then you go to them and say, did you know they're getting that? And then before you know it, you're just a king cheese and all you do is hand out goodies and mm-hmm. keep them at, at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so today's song of the week is Junior Kimbrough, Do the Rump, which is a Song covered by the Black Keys. If you're interested in more Dr. Tommy Show, go to drtommydrtommyshow.com. If you're interested in learning more about free market medicine here, practice in Tampa Bay at Concierge Medicine, Echelon Health Concierge Medicine, go to drdoctortommy.com. And uh, welcome to all the new listeners. And thank you all for listening and uh, share it with your friends. And if you're, uh, if you're uh, like I said, a new patient, uh, you want to come in, we'll talk to you about uh, our philosophy of free will medicine outside of the bureaucracy and BS of, oh, we're supposed to talk about the ER thing. We'll talk about that next week. Yes, we'll have to make sure we right. add it to our list. All right, so this is Junior Kimbrough, Do the Romp. Until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>